Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, Vice President of Social Media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the Fireworks Commissioner, Flashlight King, and Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic Segment number one. So hold on there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast. Let's hold on. No, not the mayor today. The deputy mayor, Jay Coles from Channel 5, right? I hope so. I think so. Um, Pretty good impersonation so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it my best shot because now I'm feeling extra pressure. I always feel a little bit of pressure because the show's been so successful over so many years. Okay, yes. Right? Uh, I don't feel that uh, pressure, but okay. Yeah, of course you don't because you're part of the success. Oh. Yeah, so you've oh, been really? here 25 years. Thank you for that. Which time. I did not know, right? Until I just chatted with you as you were wolfing down lunch. Uh, yeah, we celebrate our 25th anniversary on April 29th, 93. That was the first uh, Garage Logic broadcast. That is pretty cool. It is. It's very. Uh, Congratulations. He has. Uh, he started as a newspaper man yeah. and he has switched over to a radio guy. That also writes a column. A column. He used yeah. to be a columnist who did a radio show. Yep. He is now a radio host. Yeah, and uh, who does a column and yes. a Hall of Famer. All of you, right? Hey, Brock, All of you I'm guys, not. I'm not in the Hall of Fame. How, how are you guys not getting the Hall? Uh, Wait yeah. a minute. So no. they just no, put him start. in and not you. They put him in because he deserves it and he puts in the time. Didn't say he didn't deserve I'm, it. I'm I'm hanging on to the wings. I've got <laughs> I'm those thinking, eagles wings. That I nest <laughs> I'm under. thinking there's somebody else who might deserve. Reavers does not. No, no, no. I'm not, Reavers no, does not. Because he started social media, vice president of social media, or something, right? Right. Yeah. That doesn't not count. Really a job. That's no. not really a job. Height. I'm. I'm in with. Yeah, he's a very. He's a fine broadcaster. He, so I uh, don't understand why you and Height aren't part. I didn't know why that. Would, I don't understand why that didn't go in as a team effort to the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame. I don't. I can't talk. I'm, about I'm it. writing. Like I'm, I'm lobbying for myself. I'm, well, I'm going to lobby not, for you. I'm still young. I have <laughs> a long career left. I'm lobbying for you right now. Right, well, in fact, I'm writing a letter. Now you're making me nervous. And you know, I noticed uh, in the newscast, Johnny Height said something about. <laughs> Coming to KFC and get your twenty dollar bucket your, of finger licking goodness. Yeah, your, yeah. your four flaky biscuits. Why isn't it here right now? I'm looking around, going, I got your four flaky biscuits right here. <laughs> Listen, I got to jump out of the shoot right away. Yeah, I got a big go. interview. Big yeah. interview. Okay. State Senator Julie Rosen is on the line with me, a Republican from Vernon Center, because she's about to try to do something that I've never seen. And uh, I've got twenty four years here with Hubbard Broadcasting. And I haven't seen anybody try to, I've seen people try to eliminate state agencies. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it done. She wants to get rid of a state agency. That's the, you know, we're talking about things like the Department of Education, the Department of Public Safety. Those are your state agencies. This one happens to be the Minnesota Information and Technology Services Department that we all know now is Minute. And we all know about Minute lately, along with Min Lars and all the other MNs that we got in front of that. Senator Rosen's kind enough to join us because she's got a big committee hearing today on, on, her bill to abolish Minute, which is a state agency. Senator, thanks for taking the time. Hey, thank you, Joe. No problem. It's not Joe today. <clears throat> Who is it? It's Jay. Jay? <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> I did talk to you yesterday, didn't I? 
Yeah, no, no. Oh, Sushere's gone. We don't care about oh, him today. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you but Jay. I think I just did the story with you yesterday, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, you okay. did. Thank yes, you very yes. much. I appreciate that. But no, in all seriousness, you want to get rid of a state agency with almost 500 employees. And I think the world should know why. Well, Jay, you know, we are actually trying to help them do what they do best. And we are not, we are abolishing how minutes serve right now, but we're moving them into the Department of Admin. They will still have uh, a lot of the, the responsibilities that they're good at, right. which is the webmail and data services. But when it comes to procurement and building out a service platform, they have proven over and over again that it, they just they just have so many issues. It's um, government at its worst. Is is that what is that the issue that that happened to Minlars, or is that something yes. different? Yes, Jay. Yep, it was. It was, and now we're we're starting to ask some questions that we probably would not have asked uh, before Minlars, and have gotten to this point where you know what. We're just we're just going to realign minute. We are going to put them where they they can succeed and not keep spending taxpayers' money ridiculously and make these boards and these agencies run uh, inefficiently. And that's what that bill is about. Um, I did send a request for some information from some of the smaller boards, and it was quite revealing how inept the minute services have been for these boards. That was the story I did last night and interviewed you about it. For those who don't know what we're talking about, um, you sent a survey to nine separate state boards and commissions, which is, mm-hmm. those are different from state agencies. They're smaller, but they're still very important. You're like, you're talking about things like, you know, they regulate, they license things like, you know, you could have the Board of Pharmacy, Board of Dentistry, the Arts Board, whatever it might be. You sent surveys to nine different state boards and commission, asking them how well did Minute serve them customer service essentially and you right. f- and you found what tell me what you found in those nine boards and commissions when you asked them about minutes product and their quality of customer service well that's the problem it was it was consistent across the board the customer service was not not at all acceptable there was no transparency in the invoices and in the billings uh, they had to dispute just about every single invoice that came across they would get uh, some kind of adjustment on an invoice when their budgets had already been set, an adjustment on their rates, and so their budgets were set and they were, you know, they were struggling to to pay that bill. Uh, the billings, this was a real, real, uh, a very occurring theme: as billings were not clear and understandable. And so, I just, I just hate it when government runs this way. We can do so much better, and I think. That I think the general public would completely agree with me on that. Well, it's hard to ignore. I mean, the, the survey, you asked very eight very simple questions in these surveys, and mm-hmm. they were just simply, you know, are your, are your bills understandable? Mm-hmm. Are, are you being, you know, billed uh, for what you've received? Um, you know, simple business. I'm not a business guy, and I could understand it. And, and as, if I put it into a nutshell, Senator Rosen, would it would it be fair to say that what you found is that they are, in some instances, overbilling these state boards and commissions? Sometimes they're billing them for services that they didn't receive, mm-hmm. and and often uh, if a mistake is found, it's not fixed in a timely manner. Is that a fair way to sum it up? That's correct. That's correct. And it's gotten worse. Is the problem? It's it's definitely declined in the 
in the customer service arena too and it's very hard to get a reply back or or you put a work order in it might be six weeks and they have to keep putting the same work order in and um it just we just know that we can do so much better and then the bill that um that moves them into the department of admin is that the correct way to do it well if somebody else has a better suggestion I am all about it, but right now we're just going to make sure that they can provide the services that they do well. But anything as far as these big um, procurements, these big IT projects that are that, that we need to get up and going in some of these significant agencies, uh, we don't have the confidence with Minute to be able to deliver that product. I'm going to give the listeners an example of one thing that came back from one of those board surveys that jumped out at me. And I put it in my story last night. There was a board that said there was a $30,000 mistake. One of the vendors had been overpaid by $30,000. And that's taxpayers' money, okay? So that's $30,000 overpaid. The mistake was caught by the vendor. The vendor then refunded that money to this state board. The state board tells Minute about it. The state board says that $30,000 in cash, taxpayers' money that was overbilled, sat in the safe at this board in their offices for three months because, according to the survey that you gave to them, Minute did not, it appeared, they said, that Minute did not know how to process the refund. Is that accurate? (laughs) Am I remembering that right? Yeah. Okay. Now, how, I don't understand, now... I know $30,000 in the big scheme of state government, quote-unquote, is not a lot of money, but it's like I said to you yesterday, when it's not your money, it's a lot of money. I don't care what mm-hmm. what, what the amount is. And it sat there. There's no interest gaining on those three months that it sat in the safe. And mm-hmm. if you have a $30,000 overpayment to one small board, how many other overpayments might you find of a, an even sizable much more sizable nature than the 30 grand if you say looked at a big state agency like Department of Education or one of the big state agencies that 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 minute also provides you know IT services to am I am I am I on the right path exactly. here that that this could be bigger no, you're than exactly right so, I don't care if it's 30,000 or 30 million it's still the government it's still the taxpayers money and we should be using it appropriately and what is wrong with that picture well that's very easy to explain uh, are you going to are you going to look at sta- are you going to look at state agencies as well? You looked at these state boards and commissions. Are you going to look at the bigger ones now? Yes, a letter just went out to six of the big big um, agencies, and I look forward to their their honest, transparent um, relationship with Minute. Um, and I know the legislative auditor Jim Nobles is looking into this too because we've obviously been given some red flags. Um, and we are here to make sure that government runs well and we spend the money well. And I just don't have the confidence that we're spending the money well. One other, an, another board in, in that survey that you handed out, another <laughs> board said, every month our invoices are wrong. Every month. Yeah. And that every, was a reoccurring thing, Jay. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. yeah. So, and they said they, they had to spend go, a tremendous amount of time trying to figure out the invoice. So they had to go back. Wrong. And they, it was wrong. They'd have to go back and then communicate. They'd have to find the error in the invoice most likely an overbilling. Then they'd have to go back to Minute, communicate what the error was, and then they said they had to try to get Minute to to fix it, either, you know, refund mm-hmm. the money or whatever they had to do, whatever the case, mm-hmm. you know, presented right. itself. Right. So not only do you have $30,000 sitting in a safe somewhere for three months that was overbilled, now you have monthly checks by these boards and commissions who are now spending a lot of time and money to try to figure out monthly errors 
in billing practices by minute. Is that a fair summary of what I read? Absolutely. And they've blown their budget because they don't have room for errors, uh, especially when minute tries to change their rates without any discussion. All of a sudden it just shows up on the invoice. We could go on for hours about this. This is this has made everybody uh, at the Capitol here stand up and go, "How did it get to this point? And what do we need to do to fix it?" It's we're not. There's no retribution. There's no. We're not going to spank anybody. But it is time to get this thing right. So that's what we're concentrating on. Yeah, because if you ran a private business this way, overbilling your clients on a on a monthly basis and and sometimes making thirty thousand dollar mistakes in the middle of all of it, you you wouldn't last long. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. It's, it's okay to run government like a business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I, it was a little bit of hyperbole to say, you're, you know, abolishing an agency, but your bill has been kind of dubbed, you know, the abolish minute bill. And, well, you, and, actually, Jay, it, it does say that yeah, in, in it, the right. introduction. But and you are going to fold. just being moved over right. to the Department of Admin and scaled back as far as the responsibilities. We have some big IT projects that are being rolled out. And if anything close to what um, Minlars has suffered through and what have the citizens of Minnesota have suffered through with the Minlars debacle, we have to get this right. And there is a growing, a growing concern about the, the ability of Minute to get it right, especially when we had to find out through, um, a, through channels that they are doing a remodeling project to the tune of $2.5 million dollars. That information was not offered to us. We had to find that through a back door. There's, well, so I'm also very, very concerned what else we have to dig out. Well, you know, and there, and, and there was one last thing. I, I did a story last week as well, and then I'm going to let you go because I know you got to go to the committee hearing. I did a story last week where I mean, it was very forthright with me in the Department of Human Services. They had a software program that was supposed to be rolled out March 1st or April 1st. I can't remember which, but um, it's going to be delayed till July. And it was supposed to, it's a software designed to weed out people who are not supposed to be in government programs. And it was a cost savings projected of $138 million over the next biennium. And if they have to postpone it till July because it's not ready. And it's already, by the time July's finished, it'll cost them $13 million in savings, which they then have to get from the general fund. So there's even oh, more be- beyond the billing. And there's even some software, further software. It's just, hey, thanks. I'm going to let you, you got to go to your committee. Senator Julie Rosen, uh, from Republican you, from Vernon Center. Yeah, nice, that was nice talking to you. And uh, go take a look at the story last night. You're in it, you know. Absolutely. So, okay. And watch, watch the hearing. It should be fun. All right, take care. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Bye. All right. Excuse me. Excuse you what? We'll take be, a break and we'll come be back. Right back. All right. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I do feel fine. Forty-eight degrees. You know, on the front end of a uh, winter storm watch for Friday, right? We got a winter storm watch Friday. Yeah. This is balmy. This is a beautiful this day. Is not, this is uh, extra, even this though it is, should be 56. It should be, but we're not going to go there because this is beautiful, right? Right. This is the world of alternative facts just for this moment because we're a fact-based show. Right. But I, I'm going to live in alternative facts. Just if it's weather-related, I'm going to go that route. Sorry. Just gonna. It's just the way you are. Yeah. This is Jay Coles from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor. He's somewhere. I don't know where. And then we've got Height, right? Uh, yeah, Height's here. Height's um, in the newsroom. We got you and we Kenny's got Reavers. Here. And we got Kenny Good with the whole show's here. And uh, yeah, I right. think Joe was just sweeping out the garage. He's uh, right. He said, I got to take a couple of days off to get some stuff done. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I heard you guys uh, 
gosh, I don't know, maybe last week, space management when the snow was coming? Yeah. There was, there was like three days worth of debate over this space management. And I, I get it during the winter. I, I, I wasn't going to shovel. No, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I'm with Reavers. I, no, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm just plowing Let through it, it right now. Yeah. I'm just dri- four-wheel drive up and down the driveway until it... Because it's going to be 70 on April 21st, just so you know. Did you know that? No. So the Royal Order of the 21sters, I know that's not every 21st, okay, but we're going to... We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. 70. You're, yeah. you're making a call. Uh, we're going to be close to 70, and Dave thinks because we're going to be, yeah, it's going to be 70, 71 on, on the 21st of April. Mark it down. All, All right. right. I'll, uh, I'll mark uh, it down, and we'll see what I the hell to, happens. I wanted to come back, too, to your uh, 25 years with Garage Logic. Yeah. Because I do think that is a, I, I'm gonna, I want to let people know how, how incredible this is. First of all, if you last in this particular business, broadcasting, radio, mm-hmm. TV, what, yeah. t- pick your, take your pick, yeah. right? If you last 25 years, and just in general, right? right. Anywhere, yeah, even right. if you're bouncing around, right. if you last 25 years and survive, you've accomplished something pretty good. Uh, that's right? uh, that's pretty impressive. Pretty good, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> if you last 25 years at one station or company, that's it adds to it. Let's say it's 25 uh, years at yeah. one spot. Yes, All I right, would so say. Now we're now we're a level of very good. Almost we're approaching excellent, aren't we? Uh, well, yeah, sure we know, are. Just go with it. Here, yeah, I know. Just eating. shut up. You're okay. not that humble. You have an ego the size of Manhattan, and we know why. You just just spilled it in the other room. You said because people should listen to me and what I have to say and and care about what I have to say every day. Right. Or or don't care, and that's like to fight with me. (laughs) Or don't care. It's both, yeah. So now you got 25 years just in the the broadcasting business is good. 25 years maybe with one company, one station is very good. Right. You've got both of those notched off. You, Joe, and the gang. But one show on top of all of that? really... A quarter of a century. That brings it to excellence. You guys have done excellent uh, okay. work. Huh? Let's, uh, yeah. Can I not say this? Why? Well, Why you can't feel, I? I'm you, a fan of the show. I know, but... You, uh, I'm a deputy mayor, so I don't count. <laughs> no, no. And no but, it's a nice compliment. I should just say thank you. Then move. Yes. But it, you know, we don't think about... I know All we do is just come to work every day. I and, know, but that's why I wanted to tell the listeners about this. Because you guys won't. You'll do the yuck, yuck, yeah, it's 25 hey, years, and you'll make fun out. of yourselves. Hey, Tiger. Right? And, and Heist's got to be here to back me up on anyway reavers everybody would back me up that this is a, a a tremendous thing and it's coming up on april 29th and i just wanted the listeners to know well that's cool. that that yeah. is a pretty 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 cool thing that's uh it's it's yeah, does pro- that mean i get to be deputy mayor again yeah i don't you know, know. <laughs> i'm glad you mentioned that jay because yeah. you know it, it is an honor to be able to be on a show like this and i Correct. like to remind um joe and rook that you know, 25 years ago when, uh, my, you know, my old man and everybody that I knew was listening to the show, I'd like to remind Joe and Rook that, you know, I was in junior high. <laughs> That's um, really sad. I don't. No. It's really it's, sad. And I'm it's old. Not. It's great. It's good. I mean, Reavers is getting to that point right. where we can call him old. But isn't it tr- true, Chris? And, and now you've experienced it. You're a part of the success of the show. And it is, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe because I'm in the business, I, I get it. And like, I'm, I think to myself, this is, that's pretty astounding, actually. Un, it's unheard of. <laughs> it's unheard of. Yeah. You know, you got a few that have done it and only a few, you know, you can go over to the old, uh, the old neighbor over right. there. There's a few. Cannon been, was around yeah, 25. Yeah, I mean, Boone and Erickson show, and, and you got Bernard, but there's not many. And just think, um, that can do that. And 25 mm-hmm. years from now, when we're wheeling Joe in yeah. here, he's drooling, <laughs> yep. he's drooling and he's, you know, we got the little pool to catch. It's almost uh, one. Yep. Come on, what Joe. Are you what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean when? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. That's I, I heard, uh, I heard, I think it was yes. Was it yesterday? The twins won nine to eight. Yes. Yeah, yesterday. Okay, so I was coming back from the Capitol, and I caught 
the part where you guys must have been watching the eighth and ninth inning. And yeah. and all Joe <laughs> Don't dump the water on the guy. <laughs> you know, a nice You're gonna get cold. A, you know, they blow a big lead, they come back, a dramatic win, and the only thing the only thing the old guy's worried about in the room yeah. is, is dumping a bucket of ice. He's gonna get sick. He's gonna get pneumonia. <laughs> All right, Joe, uh, let's end uh, all this love fest. Well, we are it's happy not a love fest, I know, but I did want nice to say, say congratulations because that is pretty remarkable. And so. the only reason we're really here this long is uh, I, would, I would point upstairs. I'm not talking about God. Right, you know, no, maybe no. You look, well, might as well be. We, yeah, yeah, right. We have, uh, we have good management here. Yes. We've got uh, very good owners that have allowed us to be. They've kept here. me around in this building for 23 years. Yeah, and, that, and, uh, uh, and you keep trying shaky, to prove them wrong. There's been shaky ice a few times. Yes. <laughs> so, anyhow, All right. we'll be right back. Take a back. Take a break. Sorry to embarrass you, but I meant it. Yeah, you know, you flustered me. We'll be <laughs> okay, back with bye. Johnny Hyde. Joe. <laughs> You know, I should just really um, start the show right away with an apology to Johnny. Why? Because I'm always going to be late. Well, Well, John, I'm sorry. At 1 o'clock, I'm just going to tell you now it's going to be 133 for your newscast instead of 130. You know what, though? I appreciate your backing me for the broadcast hall of fame. 100%. I'm not so sure about that. That was a little little hasty. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. I I think it was, too. You know, I'd I'd get the wheelbarrow out and just I'd roll in Reavers, too, in that bunch, man. You can't just because, huh? What? It's only been the short end of the... What? what? Okay. Yeah, well, now you're, now you're I was kind of like a guilt by association, you know, that uh, he would... Uh, I'll tell you how far back... Okay. My little memory of Garage Logic when I first was indoctrinated. Yeah. Indoctrinated. <laughs> Got here in July of 92, 31 years old, working downstairs. Yep. And then every now and again... Um, Joe used to do uh, the backpack segment. Remember the school backpack? Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. brought home the backpack of yeah, a school yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, he saw a couple of stories I did and had talked about, and then had me on one time. And he said, "You're an official Garage Logic correspondent now." I was like, "I'm in. Nice. I am in, man." Yeah, but that but doesn't that, put you into the Hall of Fame. No, but I felt like I was part of it. And, you know, yeah, like, there's no you hanging know, on to Eagles wings. Superman's there, yeah. cape. I can't tug on it. Okay, <laughs> no, no, Mr. Croce. No, no. <laughs> thanks a lot. It's I'm gonna cl- spit in the wind. Yeah, though, about that. <laughs> it's cloudy yeah, and 48 yeah, yeah. degrees. This update brought to you by Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington. Woodbury in downtown Duluth. A 14-year absence. Well, the Minnesota Timberwolves finally are going back to the playoffs. Hey, hey now. They beat Denver last wow. night. Wow. So, 8th seed, John? We're, we're in as the 8th seed? Yep, playing Houston. Yeah. So, oh, no, no respect. Good luck, fellas. Huh? Yeah, we got they gave th- us no respect. <laughs> we have a 32-team league, right? <laughs> right? We have 32 teams, 16 get in? Yeah, yeah. half the yeah. league makes the postseason. Yeah. Okay, so what's the 8th seed over in the East? What's their record? Uh, oh my God! How does our record that, compare to yeah, theirs? I'm not sure. I want to see if we're the eighth or the sixteenth seed. Chris is going to check for oh, us. Oh, nice. Well, just doing a little background. I, I would guess. Sorry the to interrupt, Johnny. Records are, are better. <laughs> uh, the Wolves will play the Rockets in round one. That yeah. that'll be tough to say the least. No, we got this. <laughs> First yeah. game Sunday night. You want to make it interesting? Huh? No, you personally. Me? You said, "Yeah, we got oh, this. We got it." Yeah, because you know what? Yeah, because this. Everybody says this is a three-team league. I don't buy it. Nah. Okay. No, it's just not Golden State, Houston, and Cleveland. No, the Wolves are in now. Watch out. Watch out. All right, then. Anyway, they're playing <laughs> okay. Sunday nights. Washington's number eight seed. What's their record? 
Uh, they are 43 and 39. How'd we do? I, 46. They were 46. All right, yeah. so we are the 15th seed. We are we are looking good, man. <laughs> I like our chances. The uh, Wild, meantime, they had their first playoff game We'll talk game about a wager night. off the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they lost to Winnipeg 3-2, to two, so they're down oh. no games to one. Uh, game two of that series tomorrow night in Winnipeg, 6.30 start central time. If uh, the rest of the series is anything like game one, we're in for a hellacious uh, seven games because that was fun to watch last that night. That was a good game. Yeah. It was a very good game. Twins open up a four-gamer against the White Sox at Target Field tonight. Jose Barrios going for the Twins. Lucas Giolito goes for Chicago. Twins are 6-4 and four on the young season. Uh, pretty much in a first-place tie with the Indians in the American League Central Cleveland at 7-5. and five. News notes from today. The man who was hit by a blue line light rail train in Minneapolis and later died has been identified. According to the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office, the cause of 39-year-old Colin Michael Broham's death was multiple blunt force injuries. Authorities say Broham crossed, uh, crossed the tracks near the intersection of East 42nd Street and Hiawatha Avenue about 6.45 p.m. Tuesday. Crossing arms had been lowered and a warning signal was audible when Broham began crossing the tracks. He was hit by a northbound train. Blue line service delayed for more than an hour. Medical examiner ruled Broham's death as an accident. Weird story from up in Anoka County last night. The sheriff there said two firefighters who had responded to a fire in Linwood uh, were assaulted during the fire call, had been released from the hospital. They responded to a home on 213th Avenue Northeast after getting reports of an RV that was on fire. <laughs> and according to authorities, after fire... laugh, Cole. That's well, terrible. It is, but... Yeah, you got the RV going. You got the guy coming out attacking the firefighters. I'm just picturing the scene. Bad okay. boys, what you got? <laughs> it's like Trailer Park Boys. You ever see that show? Oh, yeah. it's, I'm, yeah, thinking, yeah. I'm thinking Ricky here. According to authorities, after firefighters extinguished the flames, 39-year-old John Tuma hit two firefighters with a blood object then ran into the home on the property. Uh, Tuma then set fire to the home, armed himself with a knife, climbed onto the roof, and then jumped. Yeah. Authorities were able to apprehend him. He was taken to the hospital for evaluation and uh, after the eval, taken into custody. He was a pre-Wolf celebration is what he was. That's what it was. Just he was getting excited about things. (laughs) Mike Pompeo. for a greased lamp pole, huh? (laughs) Greased lamp pole. Aren't we all? Yep. Uh, Mike Pompeo, the CIA <laughs> director. Very dirty, doesn't it? Really yeah. You know, you can order those, by the way, online. <laughs> Did you know that? Did not. Yeah, stripper poles. You can get them online. They come. They, get, they bolt right it. They got the bolts with the uh, the brackets. The everything. Yeah. How many did you buy? Two. <laughs> <laughs> you think she's getting one, and I'm not. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Look at you smile. I know you like it. You <laughs> like that visual. Johnny, continue to do the news. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so trying to stay in their Hall of I've Fame said, track. I've, <laughs> so hard get to. I've said Mike eight times now, yes. so I'll try here one more. Okay, here we go. Mike Pompeo, the Who? CIA director, <laughs> nominated to be Secretary of State, defending the Trump administration's efforts to push back on aggression from Russia at his confirmation hearing today while suggesting more sanctions on Moscow were still needed. He did dodge when Democrats tried to pin him down on President Trump's handling of the special investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. Sorry, I, when I cleared my throat, I thought my mic was off. Mm. That's okay, Royce. Royce, yep. uh, That was a Royce move right there. Uh, this is astonishing news to me. More than one-fifth of millennials in the U.S., 22%, haven't heard of or aren't sure if they've heard of the Holocaust. According, oh, my God. According mm-hmm. to a study published today by Israel's Holocaust Remembrance Day. How can that possibly be? There's oh. been recent movies done about have, it. Have you met a millennial? I, mm-hmm. the study which, <laughs> I work with them every day. <laughs> the study, which was commissioned by the Conference on Jewish Material Claims Against Germany and conducted by Schoen Consulting, also found 11% of U.S. 
adults overall haven't heard of the Holocaust or aren't sure if they did. Additionally, 41% of millennials believe 2 million Jews or fewer were killed during the Holocaust. Uh, 6 million Jews killed in World War II by Nazi Germany and its accomplices. Also, two-thirds of millennials, that would be 67%, folks, could not identify in a survey what Auschwitz was. Wow. It's unbelievable. If you have kids and you are not certain if they know what the Holocaust is, make them read Prisoner B-3087. Uh, my son just read that about uh, Yannick, this guy that yep. now lives in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, it was we would take turns reading it, and you are get the Kleenex because this guy went through everything. So I should go home tonight and tell the six and three year old what the Holocaust is all about. Is what yes. you're saying? Get you might want to wait till maybe elementary <laughs> school okay, where they're uh, yeah. you know I can uh, I can read. Boys, here's here's the thing. Right hmm. here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, oh, that, I see. Let's that do, was, yeah, we're going to go a little I, bit overtime. We're not. We've, we've got to yield the balance of his time. The, well, so maybe what just, I do? That, that was did my I fault. I thought Chris uh, had another thought, but it was the last line of the story. Of the story. That's what's keeping thought, you out of the Hall of Fame. I thought he had another thought. I thought he's keeping him out of the Hall of Fame. And I thought he had another thought. So I sat here and thought, "What's he doing with that thought? What are we doing now? Hello. I think we'll just take our break. Come back with weather. that was seamless. Was a refresh button. That was nice. Nice. the time flying by. Jay Coles from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor today. Everybody else is here, including Nicole Mitchell for Dave Dahl down in Channel 5's Eyewitness News Weather Center. Nicole, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I like to be the bearer of some good news, especially with the things that are going to change for us. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. You, you said you're bringing us good news. Then you just said, no, yeah. things are going to change. Don't do that. Well, Can we just stick with the good? Okay. So okay. today, take advantage while you can. Okay. <laughs> How's like that? It, like it That's so good far. News. Like it so far. Yeah. 46 okay. degrees. Like we'll it. have a high near 50. That'll be the warmest day this month. Beautiful Yay. day. Beautiful day. Can we just stop there? Okay. Do we need to go further? <laughs> we, <laughs> I suppose we will we talk do. about that snowstorm <laughs> on Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So listen, enjoy today because you know tomorrow tomorrow's going to be even worse. So yeah, so tomorrow the temperatures <laughs> okay. start dropping more yeah. into the 40s. Um, we get rain first, so then there's heavy rain. So tomorrow you want the rain jacket, but by tomorrow night, so by Friday night, we switch to some freezing precipitation, and then we could be looking at boy four to six inches of snow through Saturday, hmm. um, and really cold air temperatures in the 30s, high winds. This will be a great weekend if you have some movies. You want to catch up on <laughs> just hunker down and, and yeah. uh, have you know, a little viewing party something like that you know nicole i wish i could do that but you know the email i just got from our assistant news director down there bob sable yeah this is what he said nicole expecting freezing rain and snow friday afternoon into saturday the staffing plan as of now for friday should remain the same we will reevaluate as the storm approaches but want to get out a early early heads up we may have to call in extra help reporters <laughs> photographers and everybody else on saturday well, you know I'm going to be here pretty much nonstop through Saturday. I so. know you are, but my plans were to just sit in front of the TV and, like you said, watch a movie. But apparently, it, this could get pretty bad. They're think you know, with wet, heavy snow, ice, we could have power outages. What I mean, it could get nasty, huh? We'll just we'll just have a pizza party right here in the building okay. while we all cover the snow, right? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. 
Is that it? Well, did you want more? Yeah, <laughs> Next what's week, the, we're what's in the, the 40s. What's so the it gets high going to be? How, is it, what's, how cold is it going to be Saturday and Sunday? Uh, Saturday, we're mm-hmm. looking at a high temperature of, uh, right around freezing. So about 32 <laughs> degrees Sunday, 34. That's 20 degrees below oh. average. We're having a rough month. And I suspect with the winds, it's going to feel much colder. Yeah. Yeah, at least we're not in western Minnesota. They could get enough snow and wind mm-hmm. that they might end up in a blizzard warning. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I guess we should be thankful. Yeah, right. No, I'm with you, Nicole. I'll take whatever we can get at this point. Okay. Hey, thank you. We'll talk to thank you next you. hour. Yep. Man. Wow, that what? changes uh, what? quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. Blizzard in western Minnesota. How it's is that possible? Bad. What? It's not bad when you come home, kind of like Denver, and if you get socked with a little snow, right. and then it's gone right away. Gone right away. Yeah. Kind of like the stuff that we had last week. Yes. And no. it's, the, it's the cold. The, oh. the, the tulips have got to be really confused right now. <laughs> what are we doing, Jim? Do we go up? What do oh, we got? Oh, man. I think it was, I'll have to ask Nicole this. It was either four or five springs ago, four or five years ago, where I went up north with photographer Jason Hansen to Mille Lacs. Okay. The week before the walleye opener. So, that'd be the, so it would have been the first weekend in May. We went up there on a Sunday because we'd had one of these winters. And the ice was not yet out on Mille Lacs. And they were talking about postponing the walleye opener yep. for a week. And those big ice flows were coming up and over the Mille Lacs banks and crashing into homes and taking out lower levels of houses. And that was four or five. I mean, I think, you know, because we've had these three four pretty mild winters, we forget that this can be. In fact, Dahl yeah. told me last week, no, this is pretty normal, what we're having now. Pretty, you really? know, springs can run into, it used to okay. be, and I was trying to remember as a kid, and I do remember, but I don't remember it this cold. I don't remember it this cold either. Yeah, I remember the snow, like you said, coming and going, and you might get four or five inches, but then within two days, it was back to 50 or 60. This stretch of 30s is like ridiculous. Right. I mean, I, I don't recall it being this. Juhas uh, told me last week, here we go again, through the first eight days of April, coldest ever. Coldest first eight days of April ever in recorded history. I want to turn off my furnace. Yeah, <laughs> I want it to be done for a while. Give it a rest. It really got a workout. Uh, it's just I don't even know. And of course, stock and XL Energy. The twin, then <laughs> the twins. Of course, I, I I was I had I'm off on Thursdays n- normally, and I was going to go to that home opener. I was just going to. I thought you know I'll go down there and buy a couple tickets on the street and. Just enjoy just, the day. Yeah. And if, I, if I get in, I, if I don't even get in, I'm just going to go down and enjoy a, a home opener and the buzz. I, the, right and nope. I it was so I just I missed my first one in 20 years. Really, and a lot of it had to do with I'm not. I don't want to go sit with it in the 30 degree <laughs> right, weather. I just don't. <laughs> that okay. And you, nobody on the planet loves baseball more, more than, than you. Me. And yeah. I and I would I can vouch for that just from listening to the show. And I'm with you though. I this is that's a sign when you said you're getting old. That's that's the first sign. The cold weather, you don't like it much anymore. <laughs> and you're not as willing right. to go out and just... Well, I do remember taking uh, my, my now six-year-old to his very first game. He wasn't a year. It was opening day, so that would have been 2012. Yeah. And he was, you know, a, a few months old. And I remember <laughs> the wife and I walking up the, the plaza area to the, to the gate 34, and there was a... Massive snowbank, you know, outside of one of the <laughs> right. outdoor bathrooms. Right, and I said, "Well, we gotta well, we take gotta a picture, do it." <laughs> you know, so we we that's one of our photos in the house is you know, going to a Twins game with all our Twins gear in that snowbank. I would guess, unless that was the winter I'm thinking of, where we had to go up north to Malax because it was so cold all the way through May. I was guess, I'm guessing, even though they because pl- they 
they stack that snow wherever they can to get rid of it, and, and then it takes longer to melt. Probably was a nice day, relatively nice day, right? It was, yeah, it was yeah. in the mid to upper 40s, yeah, I believe. That's that's doable. Was, I mean, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Yeah, and the sun's, yeah, no, that's all doable. I remember as a kid going to some of the Brewers' home openers, and I, I do recall on, on two occasions we had snow, and of course we just went back to the keg. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't sit. It was Wisconsin. Of yeah, we, it was like we just looked at each other. And went, I'm not sure what we're doing here in the third inning. It's snowing. Let's. You know, are we Is at that Lambeau? A county? County Stadium. Okay. Yeah, we used to go over here. I was part of um, this will shock Reavers because I told him I played baseball through high school, so I was okay at it. You know, yeah, you know, play. sure I could play. I had some yeah. ball in me. You know, and um, I was part of Gorman's Gorillas. We had a big bed sheet that we painted Gorman's Gorillas on, and we'd be out in the center field bleachers, and we'd unfurl it. In the uh, uh, top half of the seventh inning, mm-hmm. when when Gorman Thomas would come out to center field, oh okay, the old Brewers center fielder with the big beer gut and the yep. big Fu Man shoe yeah, stash, crop duster, he'd hit 40, 40, 50 homers, but he'd strike out two hundred. We were Gorman's gorillas, and he, every top of the seventh inning, he'd tip his cap. Nice, tip he, got cap. It. he got yeah, it. We were gorillas. You, you know, you weren't going to hang, but uh, he just gave you, the, hey, yeah. thanks for the effort. Yeah, there. I appreciate Gor- it. Yeah, so original cast member of the of Gorman's gorillas. Not that you guys in Minnesota would appreciate it, but yeah, we thought we, it was uh, something. I don't think uh, I don't yeah. think we had anything like what that. What do you got going? What we were you? Nothing. Were you nothing? You were we nothing. had uh, yeah, we were the see? breakers. Okay, be right back. <laughs> <laughs> This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a Ph.D., Joe Suchere. Suchi Boy is off today, and we do have Mr. Jay Coles in for the mayor of Garage Logic. Hey, I want to tell you about the Town Ball Classic that's coming up, the fourth annual Town Ball Classic. It's happening Saturday, May 26th at Target Field. It's a blast. Tickets are on sale right now. Ten bucks. It's good for all three games. Class C game, that starts at about 10 a.m., followed by the Class B game at 1 and Class A game at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Money raised benefits the Twins Community Fund. You can find out more details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword on that is events. And also remember, Minnesota United takes on Portland Timbers in Portland this week. The pre-match starts at 9 p.m. with Brian Piat, followed by kickoff at 9.30 with Mr. Dan Terhar. Here all the action on the home of the United 1500 ESPN, and that is Friday. So check it all out. And don't forget about that Town Ball Classic coming up. Reeves, that's about as good as it gets in the Town Ball. And a cool twist this year, the uh, the Class A game is actually going to be an all-star game of the best players out of Minneapolis really? versus the best players out of St. Paul. It's going to be really, really cool. I'm really looking forward to it this year. All right, we'll check that out again. That is Saturday, May 26th at Target Field. Tickets on sale now, 1500ESPN.com, keyword events, KSTP, 